0: <laughs> yeah, you okay, yeah, sir. and it's not easy, and you guys gave it all out there. Okay, and I'll tell you this none of you guys played the best game of the season tonight. Okay, we have so much more room for improvement, yep. mm-hmm. and that's our goal night in, night out to continue getting better. Yes, sir. And what you guys did, we stayed together. Yes, and We got, 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 got a win for the team. Hello, job, guys, bring it in. Yeah. No, what you got, baby? What you got? What you got? Family on three. One, two, three. Family. Winning is fun, but it's not easy. Shout out to Coach Darko Ryakovich and the Toronto Raptors got off on the right foot last night against the Minnesota Timberwolves, man. Getting that first W for Coach. Uh, Yeah, yeah. In fact, man, a little something something for Coach right here, man. Fantastic. And I love the quote, man. Winning is fun, but it's not easy. Stuff like that, that can get applied to like life in general. You understand? This isn't just about basketball. Coach said, one, two, three, family, eh? So you have to understand now. Yes, it is just a game. But what Coach is saying right now is he's connecting with his players and he's telling all of us at the same time that, yo, if you want to be something in life, you want to reach your goals, then you got to put that work in, man, because it's not easy. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors, man. Fantastic win last night. I think Darko is still um, drying off from all that ice water that, that they poured on him last night. Man's number whiling inside, inside the locker room. But, yo, it's nice, man. And, you know, hopefully they'll be at some point within the next few years. I don't even want to say next few years, man. Let's just take one step at a time. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to start talking about championship because, you know what I'm saying? It's a long season, and that was game one. But I like what I see so far. Defense, defense, defense. Yo, man, the defense came out heavy last night, man. You know what I'm saying? OG Ananobi locking up Ant Man. And I know a lot of us were like thinking, like, oh, shoot, Ant's going to have a night because in that first quarter, Ant was looking like he was ready to go off. Eh? I think he scored, went on a 10 0 run by himself. But OG Ananobi locked in and locked him up you feel me fantastic effort by og ananobi and the boys on the defensive end last night contributing to the 19th the 19th straight loss for the minnesota timberwolves when they've had to come to toronto yo that's insane that's insane the last win against us In Toronto was 2004 when KG and Sam Cassell was in Minnesota. That's wild, bro. 19 straight wins against the Timberwolves? I mean, this is the NBA we're talking about, you know what I mean? So obviously, this is the best of the best. And, you know, prior to the run that the Raptors went on in the DeRozan, Kyle Larry era, prior to making the trade for Kawhi Leonard, winning a championship. Okay, we know the whole story. We've had a sustained run of excellence, but I'm willing to say like between 2005 and 2013, we didn't have some great teams within that timeframe. I know we had a couple of division titles, one that came out uh, from nowhere, you know what I'm saying? But like, let's not act like the Raptors were just dominating teams back in 2006 2007 2008 you know what i'm saying like but you wanna who we have been dominating at home <laughs> the minnesota timberwolves man i feel bad for them guy and like i was starting to feel like in that first quarter when Ants start going off i'm like oh that streak is in jeopardy because they were talking about it on the broadcast you know from early from early But nevertheless, like, nevertheless, what the Raptors were able to do last night defensively, holding the Minnesota Timberwolves to 94 points, hats off, man. Hats off for a solid effort on that end of the court. Because a lot of those shots were contested. And Minnesota was actually, like, getting to the offensive boards. Getting to the offensive boards. And, and that was one of my main concerns coming into that game. Just, you know, the height and the length of their front court versus our front court. But Jakub held his own. Scotty Barnes held his own. OG Ananobi held his own. Pascal Siakam held his own. Precious Achua held his own. Shout out to Precious man because look, like I was saying on the last video, I'm like I'm not really sure what to take away from the last preseason game because the man sat out the whole preseason and then, you know, he got thrust into competition in that last game. So you don't really know how players are going to react but yo Precious Achua mind you you know, his first half was a, a much better than his second half on the offensive end. Them rim runs that they were giving to precious, and my man went up and got the loop and put that down. Yo, I thought that was a out of bounds pass. I think it was Pascal that threw the pass, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's an off pass. But my man went up and got it. So being able to come into an NBA game, I'm not gonna say cold, but you know, without having the run and the burn from the preseason, I would say adequate run and burn from the preseason and be able to perform the way that he performed in the fast break, on the pick and rolls. Hats off, man. Fantastic effort by Precious Achua. And defensively, our frontline did a great job making sure that the Minnesota Timberwolves weren't dominating second chance points. Although I think that they may have, you know, ended up beating us in that category because they were plus 10 on the boards. But our fast break game, the defense to fast break, wow. Now it didn't look pretty every single time we went down there. You know what I mean? There are a couple times where I'm like, okay, the spacing's not right. That pass wasn't great. That decision wasn't the best. But it, it just felt like, even though that, you know, those factors are coming into play. The Raptors are still scoring on the fast break. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that's the kind of thing that you really want to see on game one of the regular season, because they mentioned it on the broadcast several times, and and you know, this is something that happens in a lot of different sports. Like, most of the time your defense is ahead of your offense. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you have a new coach. Now, I'm not saying the offense can't be ahead of the defense, but in, in, most, in most times, your defense is ahead of the offense. And it looked to me like our defense was definitely ahead of the offense. But what made things much more palatable was that the defense was transitioning to buckets in a fast break. Ain't nothing wrong with that. While we get our offensive sets and everything going, building up the chemistry in the half court, I will definitely take those transition buckets. Beautiful night. Beautiful night, man. Beautiful night. I enjoyed that win thoroughly. Like, that's my style of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, defense. Defense wins championships. That's my philosophy in every single sport. Your offense can get you there. But the defense is going to bring it home for you. So if we're playing this way in game one, now, mind you, things weren't perfect. Coach will tell you, all the players will tell you things aren't perfect. But there's no reason to be negative on this Thursday morning. We have beautiful weather in Toronto. I know it's rainy and stuff, and you know, a little gray outside. But yo, you know, we're about to break some records for temperature. It's nice, though. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful day in the six. <laughs> and the Raptors are one and no, man. The Raptors are one and no. But obviously, we can't do a recap without talking about Scotty B. Scotty B. B stands for Bala. Real talk, man. Scotty was on both ends of the court yesterday. But you want to know what it was, really? It's not even the stat line. Because you could say, you could look at the stat line and be like, damn, Scotty had five blocks? You know what I'm saying? I can't remember how many assists he had. But I think it was like six or seven. You know? But if you watched that game, you can see how assertive Scotty was and how aggressive Scotty was in that game. And that tells me that his confidence right now through the roof, fam, through the roof. Big facts. And with that confidence, that gives me confidence, and it should give y'all confidence too, that Scotty. Is looking to have a bounce back year from last year. You know, the whole conversation around, well, maybe he plateaued or flatlined with his game. You know, okay, like, sure, there wasn't the biggest jump from year one to year two, but year three in game one, my man's ready to eat. My man is ready to eat. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just the offense. Obviously, you can't just, you know, sneeze at five blocks. Because those blocks were, yo, he was pasting it off the backboard. Pasting it off the backboard. No joking, He was not ramping with the Timberwolves last night. Was not ramping at all, folks. Now, I'm not sure that that type of energy and effort is something that we're going to see night in, night out. Because it is a long season, 82 games, back to backs, three games and five nights, all those types of things that occur during the course of the NBA season. But if you set the precedence that, you know, majority of the time, well, not, not even this majority of the time, the effort's going to be there. But sometimes the results may not follow exactly the way that they did tonight. For Scotty, or even just for the team in general, you know what I'm saying? But if Scotty can actually make this a consistent type of thing where he is dominating the game, dominating, you might look at the stat line and be like, well, you know, yeah, it's a nice stat line. But yo, I think Scotty dominated that game. I really, really do. And let's not sleep on OG Ananobi and Dennis Schroeder. I thought from a scoring standpoint, OG was holding us, holding us um, down in the first half. He end, I think he ended the game at 20 and 13 of those were in the first half, hitting some threes and some dunks. OG just looked comfortable in the system. OG looked mad comfortable in the system. And Dennis looked comfortable as well. And he's still trying to build up chemistry with the rest of the man on the team because is his first year, right? He hasn't played with these guys before. But I thought they did a great job. I thought they did a fantastic job, both of those players yesterday. And I thought that the starting lineup I know Pascal's shooting was off if you look at the numbers, but I thought Pascal was taking some really good shots if you ask me. Rudy Gobert, like the scouting report must have been centered on on, um, Pascal Siakam because it seemed like everything that Pascal wanted to get around the bucket, when it looked clear, somebody was there, bars and mostly it was like Rudy Gobert but trust me that is the biggest team in the front court like you know amongst the their top 3 front court players that we're going to see all season we don't see Minnesota again until april and then you know the only other way we're going to see them is if we meet in the finals but let's not get ahead of ourselves okay Let's not get ahead of ourselves. The point I'm trying to make here is that Pascal is going to bounce back. He had some good looks around the rim, and it just didn't go down for him today. I saw at least one or two gold tens by Rudy Gobert. But nevertheless, the starting lineup, fantastic job. Fantastic. But the bench, I am hoping that we're not going to see a repeat performance of what we saw last year from the bench because yesterday we only had 18 points off the bench. Not impressive from a scoring standpoint. Not impressive, you know? Especially for a guy like Gary Trent Jr. that you expect to kind of run, not really run the second unit, but to be the number one scoring option, so to speak, off of the bench. He didn't really have his best game yesterday, right? And that's one thing that a lot of us have been clamoring for with Gary Trent Jr. We just want to see some consistency, my G. You know what I mean? We just want to see some consistency from him. But let's not jump out the window. That's literally game one, and at the end of the day, we only scored 97 points. So it's not like, you know, our team was just lighting up the nets. I think we shot 40% from three, by the way. (laughs) Yo, we shot 40% from three and from the field. So You want those field goal numbers to be a little bit higher on your two-point shots and shots around the rim, obviously. But the three-point shooting, stay right there. Don't move. Stay right there. 40%? I will take that any, any year. Any year. That is fantastic shooting led mostly by O.G. Ananobi and Dennis Schroeder, right? You want to be able to see Gary Trent Jr. get in on some of that action and shoot a high percentage. Pascal hit two big threes down the stretch. That's something that I hope people don't neglect because you look at the stat line and you're like, yo, Pascal didn't have his normal Pascal-type game. But when it counted, the man hit two clutch threes in the fourth quarter when it counted. So let's not let's not jump off the deep end with Pascal Siakam. But the bench. I don't want to jump off the deep end either. I know that's game one, but you've got to be better. Got to be better. Precious Achua, I thought, had a pretty good game. I'm not expecting him to be like a 15-point scorer or anything like that on this team. He's probably somewhere between, I don't know, 9 and 11 for the season. Might have a couple spot starts here and there where he can get some of his his numbers up. But really, I'm looking at you, Malachi Flynn. I thought you played hard. That's one thing I'll say. Nobody played lackadaisical. Okay, everybody played hard. Everybody played as if, yo, um, I'm not worried about getting yanked from this game. right? And that was one of the things I was looking with with Malachi. But he also had a big three down the stretch. I believe it was down the stretch. Either way, at whatever point it was in the game, I thought Malachi hit a much-needed three. But we need a little bit more. We need a little bit more from the bench. All right? If Coach Darko is going to be relying on his bench to spell his starters so that we're not having three guys in the top five for minutes this year. He's got to be able to trust the bench. Now, he's going to trust us. He's going to trust our bench unit. Coming out the gate. But it's got to be better than that. But no Chris Boucher, my guy? Coach. I thought Chris Boucher could have saw it like some minutes in that game. Now, I know that Minnesota's front court, you know, they're a lot to deal with. Carl Anthony Towns, if he wouldn't like stand outside in the three point on the perimeter so often and he actually went down the paint, I forgot how good his paint game. Yo, that man is strong, bro. He could dominate if he spent more time down there, like Shaq says, everybody be barbecued chicken Carl Anthony Towns needs to play more down low bottom line. I know you can shoot the three. I know you can put the ball on the on the um on the floor off the dribble, but fam, you are you can be dominant if you decide that you want to go hang out on the block a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come from outside, yo. Come down to the block. Now, I think I touched on everything I wanted to touch on for this video. Again, fantastic win. Coach Darko got his first win of his coaching career, so he's one and zero. You know he's going to take an L at some point, but I'm trying to win through the week. Because next you got the Bulls, who they don't really look that impressive to me, personally. Like, we already went there in the preseason, so we should be used to those rims. We were just there last week. We should be used to that gym, the smell in that gym, the feeling, in that gym. We just came from there, and we beat them. So let's go back there and do it again. That's Friday night saturday night trying to get that dub again at home against philadelphia pat beverly talking about like yo if i walk down like nobody on toronto scares me like if i see one of these guys in a dark alley no one's gonna scare me like bro what are you talking about fam what are you talking about b that don't make no sense guy because you want to know what'll happen you go into that game with that type of mentality, like, oh, guy, I'm not scared nobody on that squad. Okay, that's cool. You're a big man. But, yo, all of a sudden, you're down 15, and you trying to act like you ain't scared still, dog. And then when it's too late, you know what I'm saying, you hold the L, and then you're going to be like, yeah, well, you know, next time we're going to beat them. We're not worried about them. They just got us on an off night. Make up all type of excuses. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but fam, what are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? So, yo, let's go 3-0 this week, man. Let's go 3-0 this week. Start off the regular season proper, eh? We got the first one. Now we got to go on the road. Let's see how that defense travels on the road because that'll be important to set the tone for the rest of the season. Then let's come back home and put the on Philly and Pat Bev. So, yeah, man, thank you again to everybody who's been supporting this channel. Please like, subscribe, and share. You know the flex, eh? It's your boy, and I'm out.